Hello and welcome to episode 82 of FOMOcast. I'm Chris, I'm here with Titus and Andrew. Titus here for the time being until he ends up going to Korea. Yeah, and then he joins an anime gang and he comes back talking like they do on, um, what's the, what was the one we're talking about? Um, uh, Speed Racer. Speed Racer. Where he, the words don't match up, so... Uh, um, it's nice knowing you. Know, we're gonna be sad when you come back all different. You know, it's okay though. You know, you can start liking K-pop and stuff like that, right? <clears throat> I don't see that happening, but maybe. Oh, I think so. You think so? Yeah. Or they have that heavy heavy metal Korean music. I heard it's pretty good. I heard the ballads. Andrew was playing me the ballads. I might get yeah, it. Yeah, they got some some hot tracks. <laughs> yeah, that's the mic right there. It's pretty legit. So uh, we're just discussing. We're gonna try and get us up on YouTube. Um, the camera I have is no bueno, so. I'm going to use my iPhone hopefully next week to record, start the YouTube channel stuff. I'm learning how to edit and do everything. It's kind of fun doing little edit videos. So so everyone can see this beautiful studio that we record in. Yeah, the, the wife says i got to clean it up before I record anything. She goes, I saw the live video on Facebook, and she's like, I'm like, whatever. I don't have a studio. I don't need a studio. This isn't a studio? It is a studio, technically. Right. It's our my studio. Um, it looks like we broke into an abandoned shed to record. <laughs> hey, we remodeled the house. Everything's in here from it. Give me a break. Uh, hello, Timothy Mendoza. What are you doing? You need to come on every, whenever you get a chance. When you're ever in town, come on. We'll hang out. We'll do something. Um, and remember, go to uh, podbros.com. They have a lot of fun stuff on there. Kapowcast has something going on today. I can't remember what it was. It was them or language or broadcast. One of them had some fun stuff going on today. Um, and also make sure to go to all of our stuff, Facebook.com, FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and Facebook.com, FOMOcast. Did I say that one? Oh, Instagram's FOMO podcast. That's right. Maybe we'll go live during this. We're talking about stuff. So um, we've got a lot of stuff to cover. Got a lot of gaming stuff. Uh, E3, I think it's coming It's coming up. I think it's this week. I think it is this week. I think, I mean, remember we, I think we looked it up. It's Tuesday? Like, yeah, something like that. Um, so a lot, a lot of things that happen with... Um, E3 is, uh, I don't know if Titus knows as much. Tuesday to Thursday. Tuesday to Thursday. So a lot of times what will happen is, um, big new, the biggest news usually is, oh my gosh, PlayStation's not coming. Oh my gosh, uh, Xbox isn't going to be there. And usually what will happen is, if the year before they got backlash, like they had that game, I think it's called Days Gone. Is that one that came out on PlayStation? The zombie one, right? Yes, yeah. that took like seven years to get out. Like was it was dead. It would. It's it's not great. I mean, people like it, but the problem was is they kept teasing it at E3, and it's like just stop teasing it already. Like if you learn from the the foreign companies, like the Japanese game makers who legitimately have a fully fledged game at E3, they're giving you a teaser of it just to gauge the audience here. But it's coming out guaranteed within the next year. So why did it take seven years? Was James Cameron working on yeah. it? Ah, got him. <laughs> uh, I think something it had something to do kind of graphically. They were, I get it. Um, there's a lot of movies you hear about that they're like the story feels kind of old. Well, it's because a lot of times these directors are like, I don't, the the technology doesn't exist yet. Like with Star Wars, uh, the the prequels, the one, two, and three. People don't realize. George Lucas, that's what, that's what he wanted to make originally. But because the idea wasn't practical, he couldn't do it. He literally had to wait till he invented the technology to make the CGI-esque stuff happen. So, Was it worth it, though? Jar Jar Binks is not good. 
I think he's still, I mean, he loves it. I mean, he looks pretty ecstatic. That's a, that's a sarcasm at the opening of Galaxy's Edge. He never smiles. He always looks miserable, but, you know. I mean, that's got to be kind of cool seeing a full-size Millennium Falcon. You're literally right there. After we talked about it last week, I went and watched the, uh, they have the full lightsaber building experience. That's awesome, right? It's pretty cool. You literally, you build it? So, spoiler for that, I mean, two seconds. It's not that big of a deal, but it's an experience. It's not, you you literally, so basically, for those of you who don't know, this has already been leaked. What you do is, you pick what style saber you want to begin with. And then basically they give you, I think it's like each piece has like three different parts you can pick from. You build it and you pick your blade and your, 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 uh, your kyber crystal, which that's what it's called is a kyber crystal. And basically it picks the color of your saber. And all of a sudden Yoda comes over and the room gets dim and you pick up your lightsaber and it's a whole experience. It's phenomenal. It's pretty cool. But do you keep it? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, buy it. It's two hundred bucks. Two hundred, I think twenty five total. Um, is what it comes out to. You do need to hold off on buying them, though. I heard because there people are having problems with them, as well as the BB eight droids are having problems. Uh, they're in a test two, phase. Two hundred twenty five dollars for a flashlight. It's a lightsaber. <laughs> it's very detailed. It's very. It's uh, It's actually pretty impressive. Is it? Does it like? like have the laser on it or like how do they make it glow is it got like a little attachment onto it so what they do is they have these resonating so they have the actual crystal that causes the color but Uh they have on the tip of it when the blade goes in they develop this technology with the blade and i think it's like almost like a mirror type technology that reflects the light throughout the 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 actual blade itself it's pretty cool is it worth it i think so it's a good replica piece um I do like they have the primitive one that has like a bone, like it's like bone pieces to it. So that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm sure they're probably going to add and change different things to it over time. A lot of it is the experience, yeah, mm-hmm. I think. but it is like a solid. It's not a cheap plastic. No, thing. it's metal. You can tell when they're putting it together. It's, it's a good. solid right. piece. And um, so there's that there. And also, uh, did you see the new thing they released? Is that if you look on the ground, you can see R2D2's tracks going through the the. The ground on the oh, whole, no. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty cool. Everything's very immersive. Like if you if you ever watch, here's another spoiler. If you ever wonder how the stormtroopers talk the way they talk, you gotta watch their hands. Just watch their hands. So that's a little spoiler to I have watch. No idea what that means. They basically they control what's being said through their hands. Mm. So they have different sayings they could say. Okay, when they're walking around. When they're walking around, because like they show this cute video of his little toddler. He's dressed like a Jedi, and they go, "Are you gonna be trouble?" And the baby just looks back, and the the stormtroopers are playing with it. It was pretty good. Like these guys are really fun, and they go, "We're going to assume you're here for the good," and so they walk around real slow, tiptoeing. It's just kind of a cute experience. But that's what people don't know. Galaxy's Edge has one ride right now. That's it. The they're going to have two total. Two rides. Yes. So they got the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. And then what else? Uh, I don't know what the other one is. I can't remember the name of it, but it's not even. It's called Rise of the Resistance. I believe you're like it's. Uh, I I don't know if it's if it's, it's another three um, D type thingy or what it is, but it's supposed to be pretty awesome too, from what they say. But it's all about the experience. You're going to the bar, drink. You're going through the different markets. Um, the cast members that work there are not supposed to address you like. It's legitimately like there are people of this planet. They don't know what Disneyland is. They don't know. So it's like very, everything's immersive, even the people that work there. So it's pretty cool. Um, I saw another video of Disney. I need to show you guys afterwards. There's this little girl. She must go to Disney a lot. 
she's got a shaved head. I think she may may have cancer or something like that. So the parents take her to Disney all the time, and she dresses up. Well, she goes to meet um, Black Panther, and she's dressed like the tribal women. And he knows her by name. And he walks up, he goes, oh, and he's talking to her. And it was really cool interaction, just the way they're talking to her. And they go, you look so good. And then she has a, a Mickey lightsaber, basically. And she goes, they go, that's a very interesting blade you have there. And like they're just really cool interacting. And so, you know, I always like watching those videos every once in a while just to remind you. Because I'm not going to lie, that Galaxy's Edge is going to put uh, Disney in the next level. People are going to pay so much money to go to it. So much money. It's, you pay it's extra insane. to go to the Star Wars thing? No, but right now they only have reservations, and it's actually making the park dead because no one wants to be there with it, and it's so people haven't been going as much. But once that uh, – it's uh, June 24th, I think. It's open to everybody. It's going to be insane. This is the third time this week that Chris has given us this speech about Disneyland. Hey. <laughs> hey. He's very passionate about it. Well, the well, funny story is I saw this lady. She works at Disney World, and some guy – showed up Disney World Tomorrowland to check in for his reservation for Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland because he went to the wrong park. was there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh-huh. Because that one doesn't open until, I think, not even, maybe later this year or next year. Tomorrowland? No, uh, Galaxy's Edge in Disney World. Oh, Disney World in yeah. Florida? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's just kind of cool seeing. Like, I've been, I've been getting more and more videos and pictures, and people are paying attention to a lot more stuff. Like, there's a... Uh, what is it? Um, there's a Indiana Jones, uh, Easter egg in one of the uh, the Trader Place, the Ark of the Covenant's in there, so it's, it's hiding up in the back of like this shelf kind of thing. Um, and there's also the doll from uh, Rogue One that she drops when she's little. That doll is in one of the markets, sitting on like a barrel and stuff like that. So there's a there's a lot more attention to detail. Like I told my like I showed my wife it, and she goes, "Oh my gosh!" I go, "She's it's it's not." We're walking into fantasy land, and there's like, no, it's like you're walking through a freaking planet that looks like a set. It looks like a hundred percent like a movie set, and they went above and beyond. And I thought, I think it's pretty cool. It just, it, I think they just one upped everybody. So we'll see what the other parks try to do because I know that uh, Hollywood Studio or uh, not Hollywood Studios, Universal Studios in Florida just added the new Harry Potter ride, which is supposed to be like insane, interactive with stuff happening around you. So let's hope it helps step everybody's game up. You know? I went to Disneyland once in my life, and uh, the only thing I remember is seeing this maybe, maybe like a four or five year old kid just trip and eat it so hard. Mm. And man, it really is the happiest place on earth. It, it happens. Uh, <laughs> it happens a lot um, because people, parents, parents are. One thing I've noticed about Disneyland or theme parks in general, people have this false sense of security about their kids and stuff like that. So their kids always do stupid stuff because no one's paying attention. I watched the dad run over his own kid with a stroller because she got out when he was looking around and he started pushing it and he straight up back of her knees gets hit and she just goes down. And I was like, oh, we were were pushing my son in a stroller and I go, oh my God. And my wife is just sitting there going, like just holding her breath because she wanted to laugh because the kid was fine. But I'm like, you got to pay attention. Like, you don't even realize how many kids you see just wandering. And I'm like, um, <laughs> is this someone's kid? Where, where are they going, you know? Yeah, but I take it back. Disneyland's amazing. <laughs> hey. See, so when I, we used to go once a month when we had annual passes. Just to get the use of them, visit family, do whatever. 
But what I thought was really cool was when you when you go more often, you can relax a little bit. You can kind of just take your time because you know, hey, I'll be back next month. No big deal. People watching, man. My wife's favorite thing to say was you see a girl walk by and go, well, I guess she ran out of clothes, so she's wearing her daughter's clothes. Just because what people were wearing is just highly inappropriate for a family park. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Now Titus is interested. In yeah, Disneyland might be a good place. Though. Titus is gonna be a, the the guy that picks up the horse poop now. <laughs> hey, man, talking to divorcees. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, so when we're talking about Indiana Jones. I'll bring that up since we're talking about it. Um, Indiana Jones Five apparently starts filming this coming week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crystal Skull was four, right? Yep. Okay, so now there's a five. And there's is a... it still? Harrison Ford, mm-hmm. and wow. apparently he says something about how he'd rather he'd rather have Indy die than have Chris Pratt play him, <laughs> kind of thing. But he was okay with Shia LaBeouf being his protege. I don't think I think Harrison Ford is probably at the age where he knows he's not going to be around much longer. Do we know how old he is? He's up in the seventies. He's late seventies. Late seventies. Yeah, I think seventy-six. So. Yeah. I was going to say seventy-five. Yeah. So, because uh, I think he's almost. Is he, uh, was Clint Eastwood's like what eighty? 81, 82? Clean, this he's was in almost, the 90s, I, I think isn't he's he? almost 90, dude. Really? Yeah. I think he might be in the 90s. I remember when the mule came out, they were talking about, he's he was like 89 or 91. He's late in that 80s. Area. Uh, we'll figure out what's Clint Eastwood. And then after that, look up Robert Redford. Okay. My favorite, I listened to a podcast about, they call We Hate Movies, they just watch movies. And Robert Redford said the last movie he did was going to be his last one. Yeah. And they go... You're a liar, Robert Redford. You were in Avengers Endgame, and they're talking all this crap about him. It was pretty funny because he is. Yeah, he's in Avengers Endgame because he's in Avengers: Age of Ultron. I think it is. As Who what? is that? Robert Redford. As what? He's uh, the he's agent. The, he's the agent. Yeah, Clinton Eastwood Jr. is 89. If that's not the 89. most racist name I ever heard in my life. What's it? What's so, Robert so, Redford? Is his son? Is wait? What, so what's Clinton Eastwood's son's name? Is it Clinton? Uh, Clinton Eastwood the, the third. third? Is his son named after him? I don't think so. But I was wondering, maybe, because well, I don't know. You never know. It could be. Oh, he's got a lot of children. <laughs> Scott, Allison, Francesca, Kyle, Scott, Morgan. Scott's the one that's the famous one now. He looks just like oh, him when he was younger. Okay. I do. I've, I've seen him before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was his son. He was in um, uh, The Last Expendables, I believe. There is no uh, Clinton the Third. Okay. The legacy ends here. So then Robert Redford, how old is he? I remember being a kid loving him in The Natural, because I read the book. I liked him in The Natural. You know that one, right? Yeah. yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Ordinary People. You directed that one? Did you like that one? Mm-mm. You didn't, like, you didn't like it? Mm-mm. Charles Robert Redford Jr. is 82. 82. So, he's close to... So, but what I was thinking is, so, uh, Harrison Ford's getting to the age where... He knows that his legacy, you know, it is what it is. So I think he's saying stuff now to be more like, he got to kill Her- he got to kill Han Solo. Man, maybe hopefully he gets to kill Indiana Jones, kind of thing. Is kind of you know what I mean? What's the plot? Do I have a plot line for this? Indiana Nothing Jones? yet. No. Crystal Skulls was garbage, right? It wasn't good. Yeah, was it good? I mean, no, it's it, kind of stupid. Right? I think the problem is, is that Shia LaBeouf going into that didn't he? Is that when? Isn't that when he started having legal problems? I don't know. I think because uh, who directed that was it Spielberg? Yeah, Spielberg and LaBeouf are like friends or were. They were. They were. Yeah. Oh, I didn't so know that's that. That's why he got like some of those other roles too. Because he's in a couple of Spielberg movies, right? 
Yeah, I think he's in that one. What is the one where he watches people when he's on house arrest? I can't remember Disturbia? that one. Disturbia? Yeah. I think. Is that um, a Spielberg one, I think? Oh, Spielberg's I tied to it, I think, in something. Because you look up Spielberg, some of his name is like, it's like, I mean, he's tied to this? What the heck? So, Might be I, a producer. I heard that Spielberg is kind of like, um, this is a weird comparison, like Danny Trejo. Like, if you ask Danny Trejo to be in your student film, he'll be like, <laughs> hell yeah. Because he, he goes, I got a second chance at life because of film. I want to make sure anyone that can get the chance, I'll do it for him. Yeah. And Spielberg, I've heard, is kind of like that. Like, if you go to him and ask him, like, he's a super nerd about movies. So he'll be like, oh, yeah, let me, you know, help you out, do what I can kind of thing. Well, let's get him on the horn. No, I ain't going to mess with that. <laughs> I'm not going to get. like All this talk of building him up, and you're like, no. Nope, <laughs> no, I ain't going to mess it. with that one. No, because what's funny is, is I, listen, I watch this thing on Snapchat. It's called YouTuber News. And the guy's hilarious, and he was talking about how this guy recently got um, complaints because it's we're in Pride Month, and this guy was went on a homophobic rant on YouTube, and people are like, "This is hate speech. You guys need to remove this." He was getting money for it too because people were watching it so much. He was getting it was monetized. Well, YouTube said it doesn't violate any of our 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 stuff. So this guy was going, "Really, YouTube? This guy is spouting off this stuff. It doesn't violate it." And then in the very end, he goes. But please don't remove my channel. I love you, YouTube, because that's the problem is it's a double-edged sword. You you can't bite the hand to feed you, but they're doing horrible things. you got to call them out. And, you know, I don't want to be like, oh, Steven Spielberg, I hate this movie. You know what I mean? Come be on my podcast kind of thing. So, I'm uh, yeah, I'm going to avoid that. We're not big enough to get anyone on here on that. But he is doing something pretty awesome. He is involved with a new Netflix show called uh, Jurassic World Camp Crit- Camp Cretaceous. So basically, That's it's gonna mouthful. be it's gonna be an animated show on Netflix. Ah, uh, you lost me. No, it looks the 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 stills for it look fantastic. The idea behind it looks fantastic. So basically, I guess the kids go on camp at the whatever they're like gonna the be at. Crustacean ones. Mm-hmm. Crustacean. So <laughs> I was like, that's kind of. I think that's kind of kind of cool. I was like looking at that and the animated TV series, and it's got him involved. Um, Let's do some gaming stuff before we go to all the sad news of all the different shows. Uh, so, Uncharted, the video game, great game, PlayStation, uh, real fun. Nathan Drake, I found out who's playing Nathan Drake in that game in that movie too. Uh, Tom Holland is. Are they making a movie? Yeah, it's coming out December eighteenth next year. So he um, and Tom Tom Holland is playing Nathan Drake. So. I mean, I don't know how you feel about it. You saw who it was. You saw what he looks like. He looks just like Nathan Fillion. I think, yeah, this is the one we looked at this last week, right? Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully he does a good job. I do like him as Spider-Man. He plays a really, really good Spider-Man. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming it's going to set it. I, they're probably looking to do multiple movies with this Uncharted stuff. Because there's so many storylines you can follow. Yeah, they have a side with Tom Holland and the uh, the character. Yeah. <laughs> the looks might not be there, but maybe... When you see... Uh, I, don't know, I, I don't know how the character is in the game. Um, It's it's basically Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Sounds almost like him. Looks almost like him. They base the character on him. It's one of those things you, you can tell. Well, now I don't know Tom Holland... 
for anything other than Spider-Man. Right. So that's the only way I know him. I don't know his abilities to do you think play that, any other now, type of character. Do you think that could affect him? Kind of like uh, I just saw Jonathan Lipnicki, the kid from Jerry Maguire, yeah. on uh, Worst, Worst Cooks in America. I, I like watching that show. And I'm like, what happened to that kid? Like, what did he do? All these kids that are in stuff like that, like they do one big role, they kind of get typecast, I think. Oh, yeah. Tom Holland's already so much older than Lipnicky was when right. he started out. But look how big of a role. Well, did uh, Lipnicky grow up and maybe he's not that great of an actor? No, <laughs> Tom he's a, Holland's he's a bodybuilder. Well, that's the thing, though, is, is uh, what's his face? Uh, the one that was in um, Haley Joel Osment. About him. Same thing for him. He's still a good actor, but he was in Sixth Sense. Yeah, he he. All he's done now Maybe is he's not as good as you think. He no, he's really good. He was in that Kevin Smith. He's been in a couple of Kevin Smith movies. He's freaking phenomenal. He's kind of chunky now, but he's freaking phenomenal. Oh, he's got a weird face. He does. <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> at Haley Joel Osment. Because I don't have Twitter. <laughs> and Andrew Baker. <laughs> he he uh, he thinks you have a face that's very punchable. That's, Are you guys on Twitter? I, You're not on Twitter. I think I have it, but I, I followed like one person just to get updates on an album because they were only putting it on Twitter, uh, okay. and then I've never used it. I'm since the then. Uh, I'm a Grizzle underscore CEO. Grizzle, shout out to Grizzle. <laughs> you know what Grizzle is, right? Mm-mm. What's it's Grizzle? A, it's a make believe social media company on Parks and Rec. Oh. It's got the long haired dude from uh, Workaholics. He plays oh, yeah. this like one of the the owners of it. I like Twitter. I don't really know how to use it, but I like it. Twitter's funny, especially when you like you just tweet out something stupid and like uh, when I had the interaction with Jonah Ray, I was just kind of like, "Oh man, I feel stupid." And it was with uh, Mark Hoppus and Jonah Ray, and I was just kind of tweeting about because uh, they were making fun of Guy Fieri. And <laughs> yeah, I was that's tweeting, always a good time. And uh, I said, uh, "You don't mess with uh, you don't mess with Fieri." And, he, and Jonah Ray's like, the Fieri. And it was like all, it was pretty funny, but you, you get little interactions like that. But you do see funny stuff because, like, um, Twitter, I feel, is a, has become like an instant meme kind of thing where you see something, you take a picture, and you, you tweet it out with your comment on it. And then people run with it, you know, so. Well, at first, uh, I don't think it had pictures or videos. And so all it was was... Uh, it was Facebook, but it characters. was just your 140, status. 140 it was basically just yeah. like putting a status update on Facebook, and that was all you could do with it. I think it's at 280 now characters. That's 280 characters you can get now, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, let me get back on it. <laughs> I think they'd do that because of Trump. Let's talk crap about Guy Fieri for a while now. No, we, thank you. Hey, can we start a new podcast? My favorite, my favorite game show is Guy's Grocery Games. Okay, I'm starting my own podcast. <laughs> where we talk Dude, about Guy's that. Grocery <laughs> Games is the best show ever. It's so much fun. Sorry, I can't stand that guy. You can at me for you that. You want really creepy? I'll, you... I'll get my Twitter back on for this. You want to see something really creepy? Like, you will have nightmares at night? Mm, pass? Is it just a picture of Guy Fieri? Because <laughs> that'll give me nightmares. <laughs> And Jill Osmond together. Oh, you know what? That's Guy Fieri. Why? <laughs> no, that, that guy's Hispanic, bro. That is not Guy Fieri. That's Guy Fieri. Oh, I mean, I see I guess, it. yeah. 
Yeah, he's still have, like, fat. A... He just put on like a wig and a mustache. Well, his hair's dyed, right? Hasn't he got like the the he's tips? Got bleached? Yeah. When, yeah. When is the one take picture taken? When Dude, is what's the Hispanic point of one? it? They're just showing that like it's a it's a it's a thing where they're taking in their. Um, they just they photoshopped his face. They photoshopped his hair to make it look like him different. Uh, they go, "What would you look like without his signature hair?" I just think it's hilarious. That's photoshopped. It looks like a uh-huh. douche. <laughs> Be nice. I like Guy Fieri. Let us know how you feel about Guy Fieri. Go to Facebook.com. Please. Podcast, Twitter. <laughs> FOMO underscore Send cast. Send all those comments. And add, and, add Baker. Yeah. Andrew. <laughs> and, yeah, we need to get Andrew Baker's uh, 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 Twitter handle so we can put it out there for all the, the, the Fieri people. Because apparently... I'll uh, light my Twitter back up for this. The army of... Doesn't he have an army? Yeah. Mm. He has a legit army. Wow. Do they all have bleach... Spike hair. They have to, bro. You gotta think. So here's the problem: is is people make fun of him, but do you know how much he's done for? Like, he came and cooked with his own money and everything for all the people in Napa when those fires burned everything down. Like he was cooking for all the first responders. The fire. He he had his full like big U whole thing. Like they fed everyone up there, and that's what he does. Is he goes to disaster areas and pays, especially Northern California. He's from the area. Did he wear his bowling shirt with flames on it? No, he did not. He was very, uh, very humble about everything. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> Get him out of California. You hate do you her. like him? Do you like him? Do you hate him more now that you found out about that? Yeah, because I, I, I see it as like a stunt. Yeah. Right? He's he's trying too hard. I'm going live. Guy. So we're live right now on Instagram. We're in the middle of the podcast. Uh, Andrew is, wants to start a fight with uh, <laughs> with uh, Guy Fieri. How does uh, slander here, work? Here, here. here. <laughs> we're going to find out. <laughs> we're going to find out. We're not, right we're not slandering him. This is all that. his opinion. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so Andrew, say, how do you feel about Guy Fieri? You're on live on Instagram. <laughs> I hate him. He's like, can I say douche on this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, well, I, you, you said now. it twice. <laughs> you said it twice. So, uh, yeah, so we're he's, recording. He's loud. He's annoying. <laughs> Didn't he, he got the fame through, um, it was like an American Idol type thing, but for cooks, right? Uh, he got a yeah. competition. Yeah. He won it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's not like naturally famous. He's some D-bag that they picked up off the street. No, and no. said, this guy's so annoying that we'll give him his own cooking show. He's so loud. No, 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 didn't, didn't start like that. It was, it's one of those things, Food Network usually tries to keep their people in the family. So they like, when they, someone comes up for the ranks, it happens with a lot of them. Um, they stay with the family and they do different kind of things because it's, you know, a culinary channel. You want new stuff. Especially when you got Paula Dean saying racist stuff. You can't have her on your network. <laughs> that's so, that's crazy. That was crazy. Sorry, Paula Dean. Hey, that's what it is. So, this is staying up on well, their own. I wish I could save this. Martha Stewart? <laughs> What did she, she said, or she did the insider trading. Insider trading. Market, right. Whatever. And, now she's got a show, show with Snoop Dogg. And um, Paula Dean said some she, I think she, stuff. I think she used she the N-word. The N-word, yeah. We need to get Guy Fieri. Has he done something? No, he's he's kind of... I think he's pretty clean. He's his, pretty his, clean. His face is offensive. <laughs> Can we get his... I want to see his facial hair again, how stupid it is. I'm going to end this video now before we get sued by Guy Fieri, but look for the episode up later today. Uh, it's not just Guy Fieri talk, it's uh, lots of other talk. 
He should bleach his goatee too. Oh, he does. He bleaches the the middle part. Uh, okay. So on from that, we're gonna. Uh, he does wear a shirt with flames on it. I told you. Yeah, he does. This guy's on fire. <laughs> He doesn't wear it to the, the disaster stuff, though. <laughs> he rolls up in his Ferrari. Jeez. He's like, what's up, guys? Um, okay, so we talked about Uncharted. I don't know how we got to Guy Fieri. Um, but then, so, it's kind of weird. So, uh, Google's coming out with this system that's called Google Stadia. Um, I have a feeling it's going to be kind of like how you have the Apple games where um, you can play multiple different platform games through it. But it's only $129.99 right now for, they call it a Founders Edition. So they probably need help finishing by paying for it. So they're doing that. Oh, maybe Guy Fieri can go help them out. He's <laughs> such a charity case. But uh, $9.99 a month. How do you feel about subscription stuff for something like that? So do you get all the games? You get, you, you get in a large array of games. These are so games the, by Google? No, they—they uh, it's all like I think I want to say because it has a controller, so I'm assuming it's probably going to be any kind of games that are not exclusively licensed to PlayStation or Xbox or PC. They're going to let you be able to play with them. Is that the future? Is everyone, everything going to go to streaming? Um, everything kind of already is. You but don't do you think really. It's like, you can buy every game just through the system now, can't you? Most of them, yeah. And there's yeah. not really any really good perks besides like Amazon has this deal where you can get the game the morning of the game comes out. So, like, you don't see, they don't do really midnight releases anymore. Uh, with us in the West Coast, when you buy a game through PS4, at least, you get it at 9 p.m. that night instead of midnight because it goes when the East Coast release happens. I don't have uh, consoles anymore. The only thing I have is my old N64, but uh, with movies, I just, I don't feel like putting in a disc anymore. I just buy everything digital and it just stream it through the tv it's, it's making it more difficult and what's funny is, is it's it's almost cheaper to buy the extra memory on something and then download it like on my i have the nintendo switch i don't want to be changing games in and out when i'm playing yeah so literally you just buy a little memory card you stick it in there and bam now you got all the games you want to play on the one system it's it's so much easier just to have everything dialed in plus when you move and you do stuff around you don't want to be carrying 700 games with you you know, uh, Redbox had that kind of, you know, new wave that killed the video rental stores. Yeah. Now, is digital going to kill off Redbox? So I think Redbox was trying to make the move like Blockbuster tried that last-ditch streaming thing they tried. Oh, they do have something digital? I believe Redbox, Redbox does, but it's not... It's like an experimental type thingy. It's not anything dialed in. I mean, I don't know who's, who still uses Redbox. I don't. My parents do. Uh, sell that stock. It's been a while since I've used it. There's no reason to. No. no they I don't can, get I good movies rent, on there anymore. I can rent no. everything online. I mean, that's the thing. Like, what's crazy is, is like, uh,. I wish Apple doesn't have alert like Amazon. Like Amazon, you put something in your cart, you let it sit there, let you know when the price changes. So like um, people are freaking out. So I see all over the internet because all these NBC shows are leaving Netflix, stuff like that coming up because NBC is working on their own streaming app and they want to get people. So if you have The Office and Parks and Rec on your app, people are going to get it. So Apple's been like, well, here we got a deal with $25 for all the seasons of The Office right now. So... I, if I wanted to, since I barely watch Netflix right now, besides for The Last Kingdom, which I'm 
watching it as much as I can while I'm working. Um, but $25 to get the office. If you legitimately just pay Netflix $10, $12.99 a month to watch the office, literally you cancel your Netflix for two months and you're paid. I mean, that's what you just got. That's what, if, if you have a show you really like, buy it, get Apple TV, please get Apple TV. Because what people don't know is, let's say for instance, you're a college student and Instead of buying that, you know, expensive whatever, buy a couple movies you like, buy some shows, because guess what? When you graduate college, you get a nice job, you buy that 4K TV, everything automatically upgrades to 4K with Apple TV. There's no such, you don't buy standard, high def, or 4K. You buy standard or high def, high def is automatically upgraded to 4K when you have a 4K system. Who would name their Boom. child Guy? What kind of name is Guy? That's a parent who doesn't care about their child. You do know that's a Portuguese thing, right? To name to Guy? Guy is a Portuguese, very common Portuguese name. I've n- hey, I don't Guy? know one single Portuguese name, Guy. Guy is a very pop- popular Portuguese name. Do we know if this is his real name? It might not be. Oh, if he changed his name to Guy, that's a new level of you can say this, baggery. You can say this so just so you podcast, know, so since, since I'm going to make Andrew take his shirt off oh, this his time. His middle name is Ramsey. That's even worse. Guy so, Ramsey Fierro. So here's the thing is, I guarantee that Andrew has a, a hidden Guy Fieri tattoo somewhere on his body with flames around it, like a little shrine on his body. Just his face? Yeah. Maybe. He's so enthralled right now. He's reading the Wikipedia right now, I bet. Oh, this is nice. Uh, apparently the, the actual last name is Ferry. <laughs> All right. Before we get in any trouble, we're going to keep moving with, uh, so a lot of TV news, a lot of shows are getting canceled, but not in the normal way you think of. Mm. So three shows are ending. You have Lucifer uh, all general. over the place in general, two on Netflix, one on TV, Lucifer, um, the Good Place and The Ranch. Lucifer and The Good Place. I thought we're doing well. <clears throat> Those are popular shows, right? So Lucifer, um, it's a la- they're giving them a last season to wrap it up. Okay. So they had one season this year, this this year on um, Netflix, and they're gonna get another one next year. And yeah. I guess it was just kind of an agreement they made. Like you know what, we want to give you, a- we want to let you know now, just do a whole season to wrap it up. Um, the Good Place is actually ending on their own accord. Really? So Michael Schur, who worked on The Office. Brooklyn Nine Nine. He's created a bunch of shows. Like NBC, legit just pays him to be on on their their right. staff. He um, so with um, the Good Place, they literally he said that they've been working out scripts, and he goes, "We figured just over fifty episodes would be perfect, so that's about four seasons." And every time we would think about trying to go longer, we were like, "No, you know what? Four seasons is good." So um, it's one of those things. Like I've heard multiple times, like uh, you know who Shonda Rhimes is. So yeah. she's like, how to get away with murder, Grey's Anatomy. Oh yeah, her shows are so popular that they tell her, they tell the, they tell her, whenever you're thinking about ending the show, just tell us. That way we can have a a plan and effect afterwards. So that's what the good place is doing. The good place is going out on their own accord. Oh, yeah. I think Lucifer got a reprieve, and people, um, I think, I think Netflix a little bit. When you have people that are that obsessive about a show. Like, what's your favorite show besides The Office that you can't... Like, you would love to have a, sh- a show that you could watch all the time, but it's difficult to access. Wait, one that is difficult to mm-hmm. access? 
Man, I don't think there is one that you have access to all the good ones. But I mean, like, look, like a stream, not on a streaming service. Not like you can go to YouTube and watch it or, you know what I mean? Not like on demand on TV. Like, let's say all you had was streaming services. <coughs> what would you want to watch? I feel like you can watch all of them. I, I missed the question, maybe. I was still reading about Guy <laughs> So, okay, so let's say, for instance, Netflix was like, Andrew, tell us a show that you loved. Other than The Office? Other than The Office, that is not on Netflix right now, and if we were to put it on, you would be a customer for life. Ah, the, the first one that comes to mind, Give Me Gravity Falls. I want that on Netflix. Okay. I don't Never. know if that's a life or... So, this is amazing. Get so, on Hulu. It's Gravity a, Falls. Yeah, it's a... Car- it's it's car- amazing. It's, yeah, it's pretty good. It's a cartoon? Yeah. About gravity? It, it's... We're not going to get into it right now. Just go watch Gravity Falls, everyone. It's on Hulu. So, basically... So, so my thinking is, is that whenever there's this big outrage about a show getting canceled, that's not on Netflix, not Netflix canceling a show... I think the reason why they pick up the show is because they get some new customers signing up sure. because they're going to have the past seasons on there. So they're like, hey, I'll get all these past seasons and new seasons. You know what I mean? So I feel like they feel like, hey, we'll spend a million dollars on buying this show and we'll get a couple million dollars in ad revenue and people you know, coming on. So I think that's why they do something. That's why they're giving Lucifer one final season because it makes it look like, oh, we're doing them a favor. We're not getting them and then, bam, shutting them down. We're like, oh, we'll give you two seasons. So, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, the Ranch was the weird one because they announced that they're canceling it, but they're, you're good, they're going to get uh, 20 more episodes, 10 this year and 10 next year. So I'm like, it's kind of early to say that it's getting canceled, don't yeah. you think? That's yeah. really weird. I don't know if you call that canceling as saying, hey, we're, that's the same. That's like saying Game of Thrones got canceled after eight seasons. Right. Oh, no, they decided to end it. <laughs> I think they were having lots of problems with, with the same thing that happened with the Lethal Weapon show when it got canceled because you start changing people around, it just doesn't work out. If you've you know? got two seasons to 20 episodes to plan it out, right. that almost doesn't feel like a cancel as no. much as. I think that they, I think that they, they shoot more episodes quicker. So I think they probably already have all those 20 episodes in the can. And what they're doing is they're, they're trying to gauge when to release them when there's like a dead space. Because they still have to release Jessica Jones, which apparently is coming this summer. So I think that they, 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 they bottle these shows up to figure out when they can release them to kind of, you know. That's like your job telling you you're getting fired in two years. Exactly. <laughs> Which would be so. nice. <laughs> That's a nice heads up. Yeah, I give you a little heads up. But it doesn't plan. feel like a firing, does it? No, it doesn't. So I mean, and I'm I'm okay with like. So I've been I've been trying to keep track of all these different streaming services I have and all these different shows I watch just because there's just there's so much going on. You're you're getting so much content, and you know I do like it when a show gets canceled. And they get picked back up to, to redeem themselves. Like the one that I'm really proud of is like like Brooklyn Nine Nine. Do you know how happy NBC was that it got canceled? This executive that like was in the deal of giving it to Fox was like, as soon as the first episode aired, I was like, we made a huge mistake letting this show go. Why they get rid of it? They were just they were shopping it. They said it didn't fit in with our type of television. And then after they watched the first episode, they're like, oh my gosh. We have an SNL alum, idiots, on a show 
everyone loves SNL. If it's on NBC, why don't we just kind of keep the ball rolling? Wait, wait. Everyone loves SNL? A lot of people do. Well, I mean, not recently. Not recently, but Andy Samberg, the whole Lonely Island stuff kind of helped him out a lot. But they got it back. And I think that's why they're doing so good again is because they've been pushing that show because they're like, how many times have you seen that video of them um, singing I Want It That Way, the, the, uh, the criminal singing I Want It That Way? You ever seen that video? Not once. Oh, you need to watch it. It's hilarious. I'll show you afterwards. But what I'm saying is, is you know, these shows, I think everything's strategic the way they pick them up and the way they cancel them. And, like, um, when they cancel the Marvel shows, I still am very – I'm in belief that with uh, all these sh- different stuff coming out, these superhero stuff that they're creating on their own world, I think they were trying to kind of block Marvel from using those characters anymore while they develop their own thing. So Netflix has kind of killed it. I know I know Hulu's got the deal with Marvel again. And uh, speaking of superhero stuff, so uh, DC Network, they released a show called Swamp Thing. Apparently it's amazing. And it got canceled after one episode <laughs> because of an paperwork error. Now that's a canceling. Yes. What? So, they were filming in North Carolina, and when they filmed the season of North Carolina, they had 13 episodes, and they filed for permits and everything, and the permits they were filing were supposedly going to give them a $40 million tax credit, because they were using the facilities, using crews. Someone filed paperwork wrong, so they don't get that money. So they basically lost $40 million in reality, and so they're like, we can't, we just lost all this money, we can't do it, so that's it. So literally, it has nine more episodes coming out. Like, legit... Well, I think I can't. I think I can't remember if it was language of bro, uh, bromance or Kapowcast put out a thing going. Uh, we just did a thing about how awesome the first episode was. And now it's getting canceled. What's going on? And then people started digging deeper, and it was you know DC mishandling things yet again. And you know, well, someone's got strong feelings about DC. Well, because how can how can uh, Gunn James Gunn make a movie Brightburn? That's about an evil superhero. That's getting such rave reviews that they're already talking sequel before the thing even really comes out. I mean, how, how can he get it so right on on a concept that hasn't been done before? It's a freaking superhero movie. Do it right, DC. You know what I mean? Get it tight. I have. Right. I actually have a, a spoiler for you guys afterwards about Brightburn that I think is pretty awesome. But let us know how you feel. What you watch on Netflix? What you don't watch on Netflix? Um, go to uh, facebook.com it's FOMOcast Twitter FOMO underscore cast and FOMO podcast on Instagram um, also Happy is getting cancelled you like that show right Chris? That was a new it was show. pretty funny yeah. it was pretty funny it was it's Christopher Maloney played a former detective that he's like a um, private investigator now and he hits his head, and so he has a magical unicorn voiced by Patton Oswalt that kind of <laughs> follows him around. He's animated, basically. How many seasons was that? Three, four? Uh, I believe it was two. Two? That's it? I think so. So is this their um, third, or this is their second? I think it was, this is a third, I think. Um, the first one was centered around Christmas. The second season was centered around Easter. Like, they were centered around holiday kind of things. Okay. So, you know, that's kind of sad. Um, also sad... Um, Chris Hemsworth has decided he's quitting Hollywood to spend more time with his family. And, um... Wait, wait, the guy that plays Thor? Thor! And I was like, didn't they just say he was going to keep playing Thor? Yeah, that's what I heard. Because they already said they have a Thor movie planned, and, um, 
I think they they already spoiled it that the Avengers is going to get rebooted with uh, Captain Marvel as a leader and is going to come back sooner than everyone thought. With kind of reboot Avengers. Well, they, I mean, like the the team's going to be rebuilt with new people because that's that's how the in in the comic book that's how the Avengers work. Oh yeah, Character, superheroes just flow in and out of the team of Avengers. It's just yeah. whatever is needed. So, um, I mean, we're going to see what happens with that. Uh, is that true? He's not. That's not true. What? He's, in, he's not quitting Hollywood. I mean, you never know, man. Some people yeah. quit. I think. I think. I think the Hollywood thing has become kind of like uh, MMA fighters. I'm yeah. retiring, and then all of a sudden I'm back, and you know, better than ever. So, um, we have that. Uh, there's going to be a Punky re- Brewster reboot, apparently, with the original person. Yeah, I'm excited. Know. You like those pigtails, don't you? Whoa, you, got dark. You do. You like dark. your pigtails. That's what it is. Andrew, what about Guy Fieri? <laughs> I was actually reading about the Swamp Thing. The uh, the writer uh, who tweeted that. Had nothing to back up his sources, and he retracted his tweets, and it's not about the accurate. forty million dollar thing. The tax is not correct. And DC issued a statement, but they didn't give a lot of details. But probably because it is true. The guy true. took his tweets back because he he wasn't right about it. You never know. I think he's right. I don't think he would retract it if he was. But how would you cancel? This is what thing is, is though. It doesn't make sense when when they p- give you money for a thirteen episode run, and all of a sudden it's only ten episodes, and every single person is raving about the episode that did come out. I mean, come on, what could have gone wrong? I don't know. <laughs> probably everything. Yeah, that's the big we'll question. See. We'll find out more probably for next episode, and then we can retract what we just said here. This one, um, the most annoying news of the week. Uh, besides Punky Brewster and Guy Fieri, um, and and Andrew wanting to point punch Guy Fieri in the face, he did um, change his name from Fairy to Fieri, and I don't know if you ever heard him pronounce it Fieri because he thinks he's really Italian, and I think he's from like New Hampshire or something like no, that. No, he's from NorCal, I think. Yeah, he's oh no, no, it was Ohio, Ohio. He's from Ohio, really? Yep. He must. I think he grew up in the North, Super Northern Italian. California. I thought you grew up yeah. in Northern Super California Italian. though. Yeah. From Little Italy in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> um, their Nickelodeon is developing a Baby Shark do 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 TV show. Around the song. Yes. Sure. Why not? It's I mean, the I power like, of music. I feel like that's six months too late. But is that still popular with everybody? Um, they have the uh, was it Bay was it Baby. I think it was a, um, a gorilla or monkey. They have, they have they have like all the same same like if you have listen you heard to the trap remix is pretty solid. But if you like, <laughs> so my kid, so I watched the baby first with my kid, and I'm listening. I'm like, all these songs have the same beat and same tempo and everything. It's just the same. Sure. Like there's ones called uh, um, Bye Bye Germs. It has the same beat. As, uh, but they have a weird one that's like. Daddy finger, daddy finger, where are you? Here I am, here I am. This how do you song. do? <laughs> but it's, it's teaching kids how to count on their hands. And I'm like, I'm listening to the beat, and I go, all these songs sound the same. So they like, if you look up the Baby Shark song, the same people that made that one, they make like, uh, it's like Baby, was it Baby Gorilla? Uh, it's, it's it brings a banana in it. I you know I don't, and it has monkeys in the same video. It's, it's the same as the sharks. It's a cartoon, and it's they got this... music videos for these. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, man. I don't know. I still haven't heard Baby Shark. You need to. Baby, right. we don't. We don't get. We don't. We can't do it on here. 
Chris is actually. I don't know if there's licensing for that. Is there? Yes, there is. That's the same as like singing the Happy Birthday. You can't sing it. Actually, you can't now. They lost. They lost the. They released the. They released it. I mean, makes sense. Yeah, the family of the person that did it, they released it finally. Because they weren't making any money off of it. Because no one was going to pay for it. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, we're going to see what happens with that. But the one thing we wanted to talk about to finish it off would be um, Star Wars, the Jedi Fallen Order gameplay. How did you feel about that? It looked pretty cool. Um, it took me back to, I remember one game for, I think it was PlayStation 1. It was uh, it was based off of episode one. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was called. I just remember it was a Star Wars. It might have just been the Phantom Menace, and uh, it was just, it, it was obviously way different back then mm-hmm. for PlayStation One. But it, it was just it was decent gameplay. It was fun to play. Um, the the use of the lightsaber and the Force, and this one actually looked kind of similar to that. I mean, the one clip I saw was of the the guy. Fighting with the stormtroopers and sending the bolts back, like a very classic of the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, and then I he like. force pulls the one up and then drives the blades through him. And I'm like, oh, that's a new one because normally there's no real because that's what's weird about Star Wars games with single player mode. They haven't really had any aspect where you had a, a chance to interact, like a mash button type thingy yeah. where you're pushing the buttons to do like a special kill on someone. So I did like that aspect, I was really excited about it because. It kind of made me, if it felt me feel nostalgic, I used to play one, it was, uh, I played X-Wing Fighter and um, uh, Star Wars Rebels, and it was like, like one of the levels was you were going through the canyon in the X-Wing, and you're trying to get away from, it, it was it was a computer game, it was cheap, and you know what I mean, so I'm just really excited for what they are doing and how they have said, like, this is, this is, this is the game for Star Wars fans. There's no multiplayer. There's no money extra being paid towards any kind of add-ons or anything like that. It's all. It's a complete game. It's it. When it comes to fighting, I really like. Uh, there's probably technical terms for this in the video game world, but I don't know what they are. Uh, I call it like clean fighting versus dirty fighting. I think Arkham Asylum did it well, where you you connect. The moves are, are set. Uh, oh yes. It's not you're not just like flinging around and catching them with, you know, bad graphics that you know, it doesn't look real the way you hit them. Wrestling games is a good way to put this. Way back in the day, wrestling games were, you know, it was sloppy hitting. Right. And and now they have more of a connect with the moves. They they're they're set, they're programmed. Right. You're basi- you basically basically you when you you're pushing X the next port in that move is going to be pushing R1 or L2 or to continue the, the process going. It doesn't look like you're just flinging an arm or leg out yeah. and just smacking someone. They've been working pretty good. I think a lot of times now, since they do have so much more open beta testing, they're kind of catching glitches and whatnot early on. And they're getting feedback from people saying, this is what we want in the game. This is what we're seeing that we would like to do better. So I am excited for this game for the simple fact that it feels like, you know, this could be a great movie setup. You know what I mean? Because it looks, the graphics look phenomenal. Um, It's not like, I didn't, I loved The Force Unleashed. It was a great game. But I wanted more of a story. You didn't get as much of a story in it. Like um, the last Star Wars Battlefront, 
that had um you were Jen not Jen Urso, what was her name? Oh, I can't remember her name, but you were the female character. It was phenomenal. The story was freaking amazing. And it tied fully in with uh the Star Wars movies. That's what I loved about it was you could see this happening in the in you know what I mean? It made sense completely. So I was really excited with it. I was really happy with the the gameplay. And I'm hoping that they stick to it, you know, but you never know. Someone could screw it up or, you know, make me mad. But I'm usually pretty open and okay with every game that comes out. As long as it's not something stupid that gets you stuck on a game like Nintendo would used to do where you didn't push a certain button. Thank you, Mario Brothers, for ruining my life. And, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy about it. It looks, it looks, it, we'll see more probably after this, after E3. I think they're just teased a little bit to kind of get people in the mood. But uh, what I, from what I've heard about them doing with the virtual reality for Star Wars and downtown Disney and different places around in different malls, they have the virtual where you fight with lightsabers and guns and whatnot. That's something I would uh, – I've never been big into the virtual reality, but if, if I had a, a lightsaber, you know, a handle and yep. some virtual reality, I think that would be really cool. They have one that they, they show where it's you have two lightsabers and it's almost like you're playing the drums. Have you ever seen that one? No. Where these cues are coming at you, and you have each saber is different color. So you have red and blue. So you're supposed to hit the blocks the, the, that color. So you'll see them. They'll be sitting there going, like, down, up, and then cross. And then they're, they're, they're basically, it's almost, it's going, like, to the beat of a mu- music. I can show you a video. It's pretty cool. Um, but, I mean, fingers crossed. We'll see. Let us know what you're most excited for. Um, let us know what you want to hear about next episode. Uh, Facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter FOMO underscore cast, and Facebook, uh, or sorry, on Instagram, FOMO Podcast. Make sure to go to Patreon.com slash FOMOcast, sponsor us. We can get some cool equipment for doing YouTube videos for you. Um, and then make sure to go to PodBros.com, the PodBros Network, so that we can support them as well. Because whenever we don't have a podcast up, they've got a bunch of podcasts up. So, uh, for the FOMO cast. Have you guys seen the uh, new season of True Detective yet? You ask us <laughs> every week. Do I? Yes. Really? Oh. No, I haven't had time to watch True Detective. But if you guys have watched True Detective, <laughs> write in, comment on everything to make Titus happy so we can do that before he goes to Korea. We, everyone needs to send in, like, like we'll get him, like, seven copies of, of it so that basically when he goes over there and it, one gets ruined in flight, he'll have, like, extra copies of True Detective to watch when he's bored and... Uh, doing uh, yeah, send me the DVDs. Doing Dance Dance Revolution. But the Korean dubbed. True yes. Detective. Yes. So you can come back speaking Korean perfectly. Sounds like a great plan. <laughs> For the Fomocast, I'm Chris. I'm Titus. Andrew. Fieri. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>